Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Ed Vitagliano. And welcome back, folks. Ed Vitagliano sitting in for Tim Wildman today. I am joined in studio by Fred Jackson, and Ray Pritchard is in Kansas City, and uh, Steve Jordahl is going to join us in just a moment. Ray, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about uh, Keep Believing Ministries. Well, you should come check us out on the internet, keepbelieving.com. We we have a plethora, how about that, a plethora like of it. free biblical resources Bible studies, sermons, FAQs, a video series. If you're interested in the book of Daniel or the book of Revelation, I have just finished teaching through both those books. And there's, I think, 23 hours going through the book of Revelation. All of that, it's free online. So surf on over to keepbelieving.com and check us out. Well, folks, if you want to know why Ray Pritchard gets invited to states like Michigan and New York and Maine, you want to check out the Bible teaching on Keep Believing Ministries website. Keepbelieving.com, right? That's right. Keepbelieving.com. All right, Steve Jordahl, welcome. Hey. Hey, I like it. Short and sweet. <laughs> um, it's not like there's a lot to talk about today. You know, oh, so. my goodness. Fred, uh, we were talking with Sandy Rios uh, just before the break um, about, uh, in fact, Ray asked Sandy, what do people do who don't have a microphone, who not not on radio, how do they stand for what's right? And Sandy made some great points about every day you wake up and you do what's right in God's eyes, and you got to tell the truth. You got to be wise about it, but you tell the truth about what's happening. And you mentioned right after we went to break, and I want you to kind of let our listeners know that th- there is some hope about people waking up. Yes, and one manifestation that we have seen of that is the is the pushback now from parents in various jurisdictions across the country about uh, the indoctrination of their kids under critical race theory. Right. And Loudoun County is, I, I'm, I've been describing it as ground zero in all of this. We're talking about dozens and even sometimes a couple of hundred parents showing up at school district meetings there in Loudoun County and saying, you're not going to teach our kids falseness. You're not going to teach our kids critical race theory, which divides people according to the color of their skin. Right. That's racism. Critical race theory is racism. That's what it is. Also, we're not going to allow our kids to be taught the 1619 project from that New York Times correspondent. That's that's a that's a lie about the history of this country. And so these parents are showing up. It's one of the things that I mentioned this before, maybe the blessings of the pandemic in that a lot of kids had to learn from home. Parents were watching over the shoulders of their kids, the teachers zooming in and teaching. Parents are saying there's no math being taught here. Right. There, there's no English being taught here. You're teaching our kids to hate our country. Right. And I don't want this anymore. And so we've seen a huge upswing in homeschooling in this country. So parents in in these jurisdictions are demonstrating one of the ways that you can stop this roller coaster of liberalism across our country. And so uh, I've said it before, (laughs) parents with liberal politics, parents with conservative politics, they love their children. Right. And they don't want their children to be taught lies. And so they are fighting back across this country. So that's just one example right there. And I, I, I think, you know, as Sandy was, Sandy was 
brutally honest. Right. In her very, she is. She in her very kind, sweet way. Yeah. She was brutally honest. We have to get up, as you were saying, each day, and we want to stand on the truth. Truth defined as God's word. That's where we have to be with this, and fight the battle. You mentioned Acts four, and uh, and Ray has a pastor and as a teacher knows this. We just have to get out there and we have to deliver the truth and let people know God is still in control here, folks. Yeah. God will bless. I'm just I'm going through the Old Testament right now. I happen to be in Jeremiah. What God is looking for is a turning away from falseness, turning away from idol worship. Right now we have we have idol worship in this country. Yeah. Mankind is worshiping himself and his own wisdom. And what does God's word say about man's wisdom? It is foolishness, foolishness foolishness in God's sight. So there's a call from God right now, not from Fred Jackson or Ed Vitagliano or Steve. There's a call right now from God upon people in America to turn away from foolishness, turn away from man's wisdom, get back to God's truth. Amen. That's a little bit of good preaching right there, Fred. Well done. All right, Steve, follow that. Well, <laughs> um, it, it's, it's a good point. What you were making about uh, the Loudon and the parents being fed up, and it kind of translates over to what we're seeing. I wanted to just kind of put uh, – uh, Tucker Carlson last night put a period on this thing. Not, not that it's the last word. It's going to be unfolding for a while, and there will be other pundits that will say something. But I liked what he said because he asked the fundamental question, why – did we lose the war in Afghanistan? And it has a lot to do with what you're hearing in Loudoun, uh, 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 kind of oddly enough. I just wanted to let you hear uh, what he had to say. This is from his opening last night, Cut 13. After 20 years and trillions of dollars, our leaders couldn't manage to pull off an orderly retreat. They couldn't even secure a single runway. We are led by buffoons. For decades, left-wing academics in the U.S. have used the developing world as a laboratory to test their theories about how societies ought to be ordered but aren't. A two-year master's degree in gender and women's studies offered at Kabul University. Activities that educate and engage Afghan men and boys to challenge gender stereotypes. Why did the Taliban win? How did the 6th century triumph over the 21st century? It turns out that the people of Afghanistan don't actually want gender studies symposia. They didn't actually buy the idea that men can become pregnant. They thought that was ridiculous. Yeah. I did not know that. They were at the the college in uh, Kabul. They were teaching that in a Muslim country? According to Tucker. I I didn't independently verify that. It doesn't surprise me at all because the left knows they have no shame. In terms of they, they go into solidly Christian countries like Uganda, for mm-hmm. example, and they try to demand that Uganda promote homosexuality. They, they, they have no shame, and I just that just surprises me that they would try that in in Afghanistan. But talk about keeping your, taking your eye off the ball. Yes, um, you know if you're so concerned that we get you know woke politics into a. Afghanistan, and meanwhile the country is being ruled by warlords and on the brink of takeover and terrorism and everything and you're just kind of you're not planning for that uh geez you know doesn't look good okay uh well tucker tucker carlson is just been uh a a titan here the last couple of years he he really has i cut a lot of really good stuff out of that for time yes it's good he's done a fantastic job uh in his analysis of what's happening in this country and 
in his boldness. We're talking about boldness. His boldness to say the truth, even when many in the Republican Party, for example, don't want to hear it. So mm-hmm. tip of the hat to Tucker Carlson. All right, what else we got? Trump derangement syndrome continues apace and um, has not not died down. You'd think he's gone now for well, eight months. Well, syndromes don't go away on their own. <laughs> it's true. You know? <laughs> we need some counseling here. Ray, maybe it's the spiritual counseling you That's provide. right. We need some help here. <laughs> uh, let's get Chuck Todd on the couch because uh, he was talking. This is the last thing we'll say about Afghanistan because he was talking about the withdrawal from Afghanistan, and he is just sure that it would have gone just as bad had Trump been in charge. Listen to Cut 8. It's pretty clear this probably would have been just as bad, if not worse, under under what Trump wanted to do. He wanted to pull everybody out by Christmas. Uh, and if he had won re-election, perhaps he might have done that. Is this a big blow for the isolationist wing of the GOP? Will this weaken Trump's hold over time or no? I would expect you begin to see a resurgence of this kind of Reagan peace through strength approach within the Republican Party. If they view this as a sign that by pulling back our deterrence, suddenly the bad guys around the world feel like they have more of a free hand to operate. Is, is Donald Trump going away from the Republican Party, skippy, skippy, joy, joy? <laughs> that, 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 listen, I was just kind of joking about syndromes that disappear on their own, but this is true about Trump derangement syndrome. They can't stop talking about him. Now, I, now he was out there tweeting, but he's a former president. And when they should have been talking, and who knows, maybe it would have gone just as badly uh, from what we've been hearing from a lot of the experts. Nobody was really paying attention to what we should have been planning for. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is, Trump is not president anymore. Biden is president. Uh, I I don't know why they insist on talking about Donald Trump ad nauseum. So, yeah. Ray, you what? It was going to be a mess anyway, right? I mean, can we all agree on that? It was because the Taliban was going to do what they were going to do and try to come back into power. But this total catastrophe, this humanitarian catastrophe, political catastrophe, spiritual religious catastrophe, uh, this is on Biden. It's not on Trump. Would, would it have been bad? Yes, it was going to be bad no matter what. There's no easy way to get your troops out of Afghanistan. But uh, Biden made it, and his henchmen <laughs> made it a thousand times worse, and Chuck Todd can say what he wants, but I think Americans know this is this is going to be laid at the doorstep of the Biden administration. Period. Yeah, and I just go to, and this is the last thing we're going to say on Afghanistan for this show. Uh, I go back to that Matt Zeller exchange with uh, Brian uh, Williams. Um, it it's it's he what he was saying is that he and others were telling the Biden administration, "You better start getting out." the allies to the U.S. troops starting in April. Mm-hmm. He said, he, I, I didn't know this. He said, uh, his characterization of this, he said, it's worse than Saigon. He said, before Saigon fell, we're talking about the Viet, after the Vietnam War uh, in 75, when the communists surrounded and took over Saigon, he said, we got 130,000 people out in a week, mm-hmm. okay, airlifting them out. He said, we've only gotten, the U.S. has only gotten 2,500 out. He said they should have been starting this in April. We should have gotten, I think he said, up to upwards of 86,000 people wanted to leave with the troops. That is what's going to fall on Biden's doorstep. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah. All right. Enough 
with Afghanistan. Uh, what else you got? Let's go to the southern border, if we don't mind. Oh, yeah, because that's a whole lot better. <laughs> that's a happy place. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, the Border Patrol, uh, the uh, Customs and Border Patrol is releasing some figures about who's crossing the southern border uh, illegally, um, I should add. And they, they decided to put some numbers out about who's crossing other than Mexicans because, of course, it's right there. It's easier for Mexicans to make the trek. But it's not just Mexicans. In fact, it's not just um, from the Americas. They're coming from everywhere. And they, they have put out a, uh, a release that said from June and July, they, they ran into just, just two months, they ran into 703 Russians crossing the border. Ukrainians, 101 in that same time period. Now, they haven't... I don't see a number for Muslim-majority countries. They, they, might, they might have them. They might not have published them here. But this is an open border. Um, they were asking for one, and, and they've got one now. Yeah, and, and uh, so just over 700 Russians. Now, how, were they vetted at the border? No, these are illegal. These are, these are, that, these are the people that... Crossed illegally were picked up by Border Patrol. So whatever vetting they do after they pick up these illegals who may or may not have papers at all. So, no, I would say no. All right. So they don't have any papers. All they have to do under the current administration, all they have to do is I'm pleading asylum. Hmm? I'm having a rough time living Hmm. in Russia. Please let me in. And the Border Patrol, we're not blaming them. They are under orders from the Biden administration to, as soon as they say that, it's it's become a joke because— some of these people who have crossed the border and said, I'm seeking asylum, they talk to other people later on down the road, two weeks later, nothing going on in my life back home. I just want a better job. Right. That's why I'm coming here. Is it possible <laughs> amongst those 700 Russians that maybe, you know, President Putin uh, sent 100 of those? Yeah. You They're not you- sending their best, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go, in, go into America. Infiltrate. Yeah. And I would... Listen, I bet dollars to donuts if I was a betting man that there are people from Islamic countries. Come on in, you know. Why wouldn't why, why wouldn't you? This why is, this why is, wouldn't you take is, advantage this is, of this? This is the point. It, it, we're, we're talking about. I'm not going back to the Afghanistan situation. I'm just talking in general about sure. terrorist organizations. These these are not. Forgive my forgive me all whoever's listening who's a hillbilly. Okay. These are not hillbillies, what we no. normally think of hillbillies. These are savvy, shrewd, tested fighters and terrorists. These people spend their whole lives thinking of ways to kill Americans and to kill the Jews of Israel. Yes. That's they spend their whole lives doing it. Why wouldn't you take advantage of an open border? to set up terrorist cells in this country, even over the last 20 years. They call them sleeper cells for a reason. Mm-hmm. You wait until we tell you to go, yes. and then you go. Why wouldn't you do that? Yes. Uh, it's just, it is ridiculous that we now have a, uh, an administration under Joe Biden, who again, we played the clip yesterday, promised to surge. Right. He promised yeah. to surge at the border. You elect me, and we're going to open up this border. Yeah. And folks, it's still open today. This this has not stopped. It, can you imagine any other country in the world basically saying we're going to open up this southern border? Y'all come. Let me give. That's you the, where we are. Let me give you the numbers. In January of 2021, they uh, they 
Border Patrol found. Now, this isn't the people that got through without hitting right. Border Patrol or the ones that came across the, the, the border legally. 78,000 illegal immigrants were captured by Border Patrol in January. 101,000 in February. 173,000 in March. 178,000 in April. 180,000 in May. 188,000 in June. 212,000 people were apprehended by Border Patrol crossing illegally in July. Hmm. Ray, it seems like from those numbers that Steve is reading that there's a trend. (laughs) A surge, maybe? The numbers seem to be growing as we go further into the year. Well, look, Joe Biden, give him him this much credit. He said, I mean, Fred, he said what he was going to do, right? Yes. And he did it. And it continues. Now, just a few weeks ago, we were talking about, you know, all this vaccination stuff. But then they're letting people come across the yes. southern border unchecked, untested, unvaccinated, infected, perhaps some of them, and letting them loose into the country. Now we have equally uh, equally dangerous, just in a different way. Now, we're again, we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of 9-11. So we're letting we're letting people in from all over the world coming in over the southern border. If you're a bad actor with bad intentions, the best way to get into America is just to come across the Rio Grande because you're probably going to get in to do your nefarious well, deeds. Well, let me ask both Steve and Fred because you guys cover the news all the time. <clears throat> We've had news over the weekend. I think it was over the weekend. I, I read it here in the last several days uh, about uh, people who test the efficiency of mm-hmm. the TSA. Mm-hmm. I brought that in yesterday. I think. Yes. Okay. I don't know that I have it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, no. That's fine. What What they found is, I think, in ninety five percent of the test cases in some in some areas in some areas they're bringing weapons in. So if you're looking at the twentieth anniversary of nine eleven, mm-hmm. listen, this started with Sandy. I'm blaming her <laughs> on the show. Okay. I'm just starting to get really nervous about what is uh, what and and. This isn't new. We've been people have been warning about this for the last twenty years, but especially with that open border, uh, this the, the possibilities are very scary, Fred, about what could happen in this country as we come up on the twentieth anniversary of nine eleven. Well, I'm not the first to say this. I think uh, Tim has said it many times. Elections have consequences. Yes, and my my only hope is the Biden administration has been so bold in its implementation of its evil agenda. They're not hiding this. These numbers, uh, the uh, Mayorkas, uh, Homeland Security, he he gave us the 212,000 figure yes. when he was down on the border last week. So they're open about this. So the question now for America is, what you've seen over the last eight months, is this the America that you want? It's plain and simple. Now, we're still about, what, 14 months out until the midterm elections. Mm -hmm. But what I'm seeing, for instance, in the polling that was done in the last 24 hours on Biden's speech on Afghanistan, 60 to 70 percent of the independents who identify themselves as independents, not registered Republican or Democrat, 60 to 70 percent of them said, I'm not buying what this president is saying. Right. Independents and there may be some people who just independents are really the ones who decide the elections in this country. Right. 
They decide which party they're going to. We're a two-party country. Yeah, you got to convince the middle. Yes, you got to convince. They represent the middle. So I was encouraged when I heard those figures this morning on the polling that's been done in the last 24 hours. I do believe America's waking up. <clears throat> Loudoun County parents waking up about the evils of CRT. All of those sorts of things. And so I think it's going to manifest itself in the primaries, which will start, I think, very soon. I, I think people are starting to see they may not like the personality of Donald Trump, but I think there's an appreciation for his conservative politics that is rising, which is why Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, is be quickly becoming a hero. Yes. Quickly becoming a hero. If Joe Biden does what there's rumors now that they may start restricting trans-state travel in this country, the federal government, with regards to uh, restricting COVID movements, they they would start... I hadn't heard this. What what, what do you mean? They they can't cross state lines? Can't cross state lines. This was what was done done in Canada. Yeah. As a... The provincial governments up there were doing this kind of thing. But there was rumors last week that the federal government, because Joe Biden is out to get Texas, they're out to get Florida, right. punish them for their openness in all of this. And so some kind of, I'm not sure how the federal government even has constitutional authority to do this, do. this kind absurd. of thing. But for them, for this to be even floated out there reflects the mentality that these people yes. have. And uh, so I, I'm, I'm hopeful that America is waking up to this and uh, that it'll manifest themselves starting in the primaries, starting in the way of thinking, and uh, that we're going to see some change. All right, Steve, the uh, the clock is ticking here yeah. on the show. You got some just let me cu- couple stories this, that can just for grins. Sure. Nicole Wallace, the anchor, said after this speech that ninety five percent of America agreed with everything that Biden had to say. So oh, just well. so you know, our our media is in touch. Yeah. Well, folks, if you were uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, one of those that were hoping that uh, Tim Tebow was going to have a long and storied career as a tight end in the NFL, wait, don't even tell me. Listen, <laughs> all the bad news we've had on this show today, and you're going to tell. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. You, get, be, you have an opportunity to watch Tim Tebow on ESPN again, I'm sure, very soon, because <laughs> he's going to be an analyst. He has been let go. <laughs> he's been let go by the Jaguars. After, really? after Yes, after mm-hmm. uh, one game. They, there were some plays that were went viral of him blocking. I'm sorry. I love Tim Tebow, but it did not look good. Yeah, you know, Ray, it's uh, – you know, I, everybody... I'm hearing this for the first time. Oh, My me heart too. Is broken. I, I had no, no I, idea. I, I'm not a big football fan, but I saw the video that Steve is referring you, to. You got to send it to me. I want to yeah. see he it. Did, he didn't. Here's, he didn't look so good as the tight end. Oh no. Here, here's a the thing, no. Ray. Oh, is oh, we all grew up thinking, oh man, if I was in the NFL or I was in the NHL or Major League, I could do. I you know we, but those guys are all at the top the absolute cream of the crop mm-hmm. you don't ju- even if you're a good athlete you don't just decide you're going to learn a new position in a new sport when right. people have been doing it their whole lives but he was tim tebow yes tim <laughs> tebow <laughs> well he uh, you got to love tim tebow uh and his stand for jesus and all the good things that he has done ministry wise and had a great college career and uh, i'll still never forget that touchdown pass in overtime when he was the quarterback for the denver broncos and beat the pittsburgh steelers that he'll he'll be able to remember that uh the rest of his life but 
Uh, I'm not surprised that he got bounced by the Jaguars. So, all right. Well, thanks for that, Steve. You're thanks, very thanks welcome. For really, the program thanks, with that kind of <laughs> you that betcha. kind of news. Hey, Ray, thank you, brother. Appreciate you it. Thank you, Ed. All right, Steve, Fred, thank you, guys. You bet. Our thanks to Chris Woodward, who was on earlier, Sandy Rios, Ivy Scarborough, and uh, also Brent Creeley, our producer. Thank you, Brent. And, uh, folks, more great programming directly ahead. You're listening to American Family Radio. Bye for now.